Education of our children doesn't begin and end at academia. There is a spiritual responsibility on each parent and teacher to nurture and train a young soul spiritually. This is called Chinuch. Join Rabbi G every Monday at 2 p.m. as he explores education and Chinuch for parents and teachers. Torah isn't education, it's transformation. Good afternoon, Dr. Devori. Thank you so much for being with us. Sure, thank you for inviting me. So, what are we going to see now the numbers are going on regarding trauma, depression? Other doctors are going to talk about uh, the numbers, medicine, etc. You're the doctor that needs to tell us about our mental health and all sure. this. So, I'm going to take this whole topic into a different direction. Okay. A more original work. And today I'd like to speak about uh, ego state theory and therapy. And once I'm done with a theory, which is quite exciting, uh, I would like to take it into a practical realm, and then I will connect it to corona and lockdown and all the stress and trauma that uh, involves. Perfect. Amazing. So let's stay tuned and see. Um, let's see how to build up here so we get a better understanding. I'll just invite the listeners, anybody who wants to send in, 34519 is the SMS line. Anything you want to ask back to the very Blumenau? Anything that's happening in this area, in this field, 34519 is the SMS line, or send us a telegram, 061-895-1019, 061-895-1019. Okay, so let's let's hear about the, the, the theory about it, and then start with it. I'd like to start with a story. It took place December two years ago. I decided to join a hiking group in a the botanical gardens in Cape Town uh, on a Wednesday afternoon. And there was, amongst um, other people, there was a, an old lady walking with uh, two, son, two, two of her sons next to her. She was, you could see she was really, really um, v- very, very old. And she was one of, one of the hikers. And when I was watching her walk, she walked like a champion. I admired her so very much. And uh, I decided to start a conversation with her. Well, uh, about um, 15 minutes into the walk, I asked her where she lives and and, uh, and if she joins the group every single week. And I was uh, I was telling her how impressed I was with her. And she said to me, uh, "Yeah, well, every Wednesday um, I join the group for hiking. Um, and but every Wednesday morning I pray to God that it's going to rain." I said, "And why is that?" She said, because then I don't have to go and hike. So let me ask you a question. Did she want to hike or did she not want to hike? During the same holiday, I faced a predicament. I am allergic to cherries, but cherries is my best fruit. Well, I went to Checkers, Seapoint, and I saw these beautiful big cherries. And I decided I'm going to buy them anyway, even though I'm allergic to them. And I will just take an overdose of digestive enzymes and I'll be fine. Well, I put them in the fridge, and the next morning, I opened the fridge, and I looked at them with big eyes, and I closed the fridge very quickly, and I said, no, I'm not actually not going to take a chance. The next morning, the same thing happened. The next morning, the next uh, same thing happened. So let me ask you, what is going on? Did I want to have the cherries, or did I not want to have the cherries? Did the lady want to walk in the botanical gardens every Wednesday afternoon, or did she not want to walk in the botanical gardens every Wednesday afternoon? And I wonder if sometimes you hear some voices in your head saying, oh, I'd really love to live in this and this place, but uh, actually, no, it's not really for me, as uh, the, the disadvantages are. Uh, 
bigger or do you ever hear yourself saying, oh, I can't believe it, I ate like a pig again. How could I have done that? Who are these voices in our heads? Who is speaking? Do we have little people in our heads? Does this lady have got two different uh, split uh, parts to her personality, one that wanted to walk, one that didn't? Um, what is actually going on? So here we come to the most amazing, exciting theory of ego state theory and therapy. Ego state theory and therapy is one of the modalities that I use in my practice. I find it working really well and quick. I see results very quickly. It also uses the method of hypnosis, which means that we use the idea of ego states, which I'll explain to you now what they're all about and how to work with them in hypnosis, and then the results are even quicker. Um, so the whole thing started uh, in the 1980, in the 1800s, sorry. Um, Freud was uh, giving his lectures every Wednesday afternoon and evening to all the therapists in his area. Instead of taking a walk, I guess. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I'm sorry, I have to stop. It's not normal that I, that I kind of keep quiet for so long, but we do have to take an ad break. Sure. So uh, we're going to take a short ad break, and when we come back, we're going to uh, go right into the theory, into the concepts of the imago therapy about the, the ego, state, ego therapy. state therapy, sorry, ego state therapy, the hypnosis, the uh, whole introduction we just did. Uh, stay tuned with um, Dr. Devori Blumenau, a short break, and we will be right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9, we are back in the middle of a very interesting, uh, fascinating discussion with Dr. Devori Blumenau we must listen to very carefully now as numbers in South Africa of COVID, I don't even have to say what numbers, are rising and um, anxiety, trauma, um, anxiousness, all of this all of this is coming back, especially in holiday times that we think we're going to relax, but we're not. So um, we're still at this uh, stage of the, um, the theory and understanding how to uh, approach and, and go into it. Uh, so whoever has just joined, we're in studio with um, Dr. Devorah Blumenau. And uh, any questions anyone has, 34519. If you want to ask, you want to add into the show, 34519 is SMS line, or 061-895-1019 is Telegram, 061-895-1019, anywhere in the world. Just an important announcement before we continue. Ensure complete peace of mind this holiday session by, this holiday season, by in, entrusting your valuables with unsafe custody. Art storage. Conveniently located in Caltech. Call Phoenix today on 011-646-1919 and receive a com- complimentary Chai FM listeners discount. That number again is 011-646-1919. I guess talking about being safe and being worried. Okay. So, Dr. Devori Bumanau, back to you. Thank you. Freud maintained that the personality is divided to three parts. The id, the ego, and the superego. The id being your subconscious, the superego being your conscience, and the ego is the mediator between the two. I'm going to give you a quick example of my own just to illustrate this id, ego, and superego um, idea. Imagine you go to a simcha and you see amazing food in front of you. The id might tell you, hmm, yum, let's eat. The superego might tell you, never, 
Can you see anybody else eating right now? Everybody else is listening. And the ego might come as a mediator and say, you know what? You can definitely eat, but not right now, just a little later. Now, as I mentioned, every Wednesday evening he had uh, this, all these people uh, coming and uh, listening to his uh, theories, all the therapists from, from his area. And one of the therapists that um, was uh, one of uh, Freud's followers was Federn. Federn lived from 1871 to 1950. He was listening to all the many theories of Freud and he said, you know what? Based on my work with my clients, the personality is not divided just to three parts. It is divided to many different parts, some of which are helpful and resourceful, some of which think that they are helpful and resourceful, but they're not quite helpful and resourceful. Sounds like humans. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And he's the one that named them ego states. Today, there are uh, many, many ego state therapies around the world, many courses, many qualifications all about ego state and all comes from Federn. The reason why he called the different parts of the personality ego states is as follows. When I'm in a state of relaxation, for example, then my ego is being relaxed. When I'm in a state of anger or aggression, then I and my ego is in a state of I'm ready to kill someone or I'm ready to blow up at someone. So in other words, it's different states of the ego. Now, that should not be confused with multiple personality disorder because multiple personality disorder, although it is, it is on the same continuum, it is an extreme way of uh, a, a split of personalities. And it's a pity I cannot show you the graph, but really the way it works is if you can just imagine to yourself um, a circle and with many different personalities inside because we all have many different parts and soon I'm going to go into some of them. Okay, and imagine there are dotted lines between each part. So there is integration, and um, they can, the different parts can work together. Then imagine the next circle. And in the next circle, there'd be solid lines between each and every personality. However, the solid line would be quite thin. So in other words, here, due to ongoing stress or severe stress, the personality is starting to split a little bit and a little bit of, depression or anxiety or insecurities or anger or eating disorders or sleeping disorders might creep in. Now, I want you to imagine... That, that's what is actually changing the person's personality itself. Right. So it's not about defining between different people. It's defining between different states. Of, exactly. Okay. Each and every one of us has got about 50 different states. And as I mentioned, some of them are helpful and resourceful, which I'm going to go and explain that. And some of them think that they're helpful and resourceful. So to make it simple, the line between the different states starts falling apart when we have stress, anxiety. Not falling apart. On the contrary, it becomes thicker, and the boundaries between each state, each different ego state, becomes more less with the less ability to integrate. In other words, they start working on their own mission. So if, for example, you can imagine a personality and OCD, okay? So the, the the person with OCD has got many, many different personalities, and many of them are quite resourceful. It's just that he also has an OCD part to the personality that's making him uh, either uh, think obsessively or do obsessive actions without being able to stop it in order to bring some sort of order to his disorganized and, and traumatic or stressful life. Now, this personality, the OCD, 
it is completely separated and dissociated from the other personalities. And it is uh, lacking integration in such a great way that the other personalities cannot talk to it. Uh, and when I put a person in hypnosis, for example, when I do an ego state hypnosis, which is quite an exciting uh, kind of hypnosis, and I ask to speak to the different personalities, for example, I'd ask to speak to the inner wisdom, I'd ask to speak to the inner strength, I'd ask to speak to the assertive part, to the achiever part, uh, to the fun part. And with each and every one of them, I might even ask, do, are you aware, do you know about uh, Miss OCD or Mr. OCD? And what do you think about this part? And uh, do you think you could help this part? And they all tell me the same answer. He is not workable, this part. Uh, we have got no communication with him. Even when we did try and speak to the part, it wasn't prepared to cooperate with us. In other words, the boundaries around this part are so thick that there is complete lack of integration. So it's the opposite of falling apart, boundaries falling apart, but, but rather to control the other part. Uh, so not work together. And, and so it's not them. working together with the other parts, and they have got no access or influence on this part because it is on his own mission. But a healthy human being means that all the parts of the personality are integrated. So while the one is um, is uh, functioning, the other ones are in agreement with its job. The other one might be um, in uh, the executive right now, and all the other ones will be in agreement with its job. But when a person's personality is splitted, and that's not multiple personality disorder, as I've mentioned before, then there is lack of integration and they don't work together. And that causes a lot of dis-ease within the personality and lack of peace within. So now we opt up to the third circle, and that is when there is uh, ongoing trauma or even one trauma. Post-traumatic stress disorder splits the personality. And then you might have one part that... um, contains all the trauma, another part that may contain all the fear, another part that may contain uh, the depression as a result of the trauma, another part that may be responsible for anger also comes from the trauma. And then you've got the resourceful parts at the same time, right? Then you go into the next circle and that Before is... Before we go into the next circle, I'll just remind anybody who wants to, send, uh, to join the conversation, ask the question... We're discussing trauma and different um, ways to deal with it and different parts of um, personalities and the stress. Uh, please join us with Dr. Torah Blumino at 34519 as a SMS line or 061-895-1019 as Telegram. Okay, so let's go up to the fourth circle. Yes, so the fourth circle, that's where the um, borderline personality disorder may appear the boundaries between each part are so thick, and that is due to um, multiple traumas. Trauma upon trauma upon trauma splits the personality so badly that eventually I'm either this or I'm that on the other. Just press a button, see what you get. I'm either going to be very, very nice and very kind, and if I see you as a threat, suddenly my personality will change in such a, in, in, a quick way in, in, a, in a way that there will be no integration and the onlooker will even get a fright. Like, what's going on? You were so friendly with me a minute ago. Like, what did I say? And the person can become so aggressive and angry. That is showing a complete lack of integration, which means a very, very little emotional help. Now, the last circle, that is something that we don't really see in practice on a day-to-day basis. Those people really end up in hospital. Um, and that is a very, very sad situation where it is DID, dissociative identity disorder, 
or in the old terminology, multiple personality disorder, where the, the borders between each personality is so thick that while they are on A personality, let's say A personality is the policeman, that I'm t- telling you from a, a true story, okay, uh, policeman, and then that personality doesn't know about the other personalities, the policeman might need a prescription for his eyes. But when he goes to his child personality, he doesn't need a prescription anymore. He doesn't need glasses. That, that, that might be personality B. Personality C might be a, a very aggressive personality. Um, uh, okay, and that personality might have diabetes. And then when he moves on to the next personality, the next one will not have diabetes. That's how split the personalities are. So and, and normally when there is such a, a, a division between personalities, usually... I would say more than 90% of the cases, it is due to such severe trauma, and normally it would be due to sexual abuse that took place when the person was very, very young. Um, there are many YouTubes, excellent YouTubes. So, um, and just, to, just to understand, so you're saying that if we have we experience trauma again and again and again, um, we can eventually reach from trauma to PTSD to actually suffering from multiple personality. So it's like this. Uh, you can't just suddenly as an adult uh, become, have a multiple personality. But if as a child your personality already started splitting because of severe trauma, it will continue splitting. And as a teenager, you're going to already start seeing times of forgetfulness where you don't know where you were and how you got there and who wrote this book and who made the cuts on you and how are you bleeding now. Um, so that's already starting to kick in uh, in teenagehood, and it can become more and more severe as a, a person reach adulthood. Is there a solution to this? Is there um, um, healing to this? Yes, there is. Um, but those people normally uh, get their, their cure if they go to the right hospital, where they do the right therapy with them, and they go into the trauma and they heal the trauma, then, yes, they can be uh, integrated. And if you go into YouTube and, about, and you watch documentaries, um, uh, you you can see that uh, some of them were healed uh, due to the right kind of uh, intervention. But now, with, with the ordinary the ordinary therapists get um, even the healthy ones we get because sometimes they've just been through a tough time and they want some some healing and assistance. Uh, we mostly get circle uh, two, three, and four, um, which is uh, either ongoing stress that caused the split between the personalities or trauma or multiple traumas. Uh, and then a person is going to suffer, but there is nothing defective with a person. And therapy can help the person come back from circle uh, number four, for example, to circle number three. And if they continue therapy and they do their right, they use the right approach, they can go to circle number two. And um, it's very hard for me to believe that somebody was on, on um, circle number four, which means very, very uh, severe split between personalities can actually ever get to circle number one, which is a complete integration. But if we can get him between two and one or even to two, that's already a huge, huge help and a huge relief. Um, so I got to say that what you're saying is quite concerning because if I'd be looking at the circles and looking at society today and looking at where we live in as a community. Um, I think last time you were on the show was about two years ago, three years ago, and stress was a big topic we were talking about. So stress is something that's continuing consistently within the community. If we look at financial uh, stress, crime stress, uh, which crime stress could be even trauma to a certain degree, which probably is a lot of people. Absolutely, absolutely. 
and now we're adding this consistent trauma with COVID, then we are heading for a disaster. Well, the thing is that really the, the it's okay. You can cure it, but I'm but I'm telling uh, for people to know what it's they're not facing. me. It's God. <laughs> I'm working for God. Um, okay, so really, the real split of the personality takes place in childhood. If you really want to keep the truth, if a person was well integrated in childhood and he had at least one person that was supportive to the person, to the to to the child, um, and even if he had the normal bumps of life. But there was a support system there, and he felt loved and, and cherished. Even if there would be COVID and 10 times more COVID, uh, they should go through it fine. They should uh, come out of it okay. Maybe they're going through it with uh, anxiety. But at the end of it, they should be okay. The problem starts when there was already uh, a tendency or uh, a personality being split. And again, I'm not talking about a multiple personality disorder. That's when extra traumas add to the split of the personality, but it can be healed. Okay, so so now that we're, we, we are kind of getting an understanding of what we're looking at and what we're facing and what we can expect as the numbers rise and as things are happening, um, let, let's try to look at it a little bit from, from a, a practical. What can we do um, to stay more, um, I'd say, contained, not get the splits worse during these hectic times. What would you recommend to, to start emphasizing extraly now that times are hectic in order to stay in a, in a healthier environment? Yeah, sure. That's a very good question. Um, however, I haven't finished with my theory and without <laughs> the rest of the theory, you can't really understand the practical. I'm afraid. Okay. So, so I'll go through it very quickly. The, okay. Because we are, we are running a bit out of time, but let's go into the theory. Okay. So now we have mentioned personalities that are uh, resourceful and I've mentioned personalities that think that they are resourceful. What would be examples? Personalities that are resourceful will be your inner strength, your inner wisdom, the one that guides you. That is a quiet voice of wisdom. That sticks to our head all the time. Sometimes we choose to listen to it and sometimes we don't. Then we've got um, another part of the personality, the inner strength, which really pushes us forward no matter what and no matter how hard sometimes are and no matter how much you don't feel like getting up in the morning and facing another challenging day, it pushes out, pushes you out of bed and pushes you to go and fulfill the mission of, of, of your day. Um, then we also have the nurturing part, the part of you that knows how to nurture yourself and others. It will not know how to nurture you if, as a child, you were not nurtured and you kept receiving a message from your parents of you don't deserve. But this part can be ex- um, expanded upon and a person can learn how to nurture himself too. Um, and the, then we've got the inner love, the part of us that can love us and love other people. All four of these personalities come together with our soul. They are come already ready um, uh, with us and they can be expanded and they can be shrunk depending on how much effort we want to put into them. Then we also have a part of pers- a group of personalities that are also resourceful and they come as a result of normal development. More reinforcement, the bigger these parts grow. Now, when I say bigger these parts grow, am I talking about little people in our heads? No, I'm talking about neurological networks that exist in different parts of our brain and they have different responsibilities and different goals and different roles to fulfill and they not, might not be in agreement with each other, which is okay as long as they work together. And so just a few examples because we're running out of time. Even if they work together, it's okay because they, uh, that they're not in agreement? 
Yes. It doesn't create some stress or some form of challenge. No, because then they make a they, they make an agreement between each other. So let's say you've got the instant gratification part, the one that loves donuts and croissants sure okay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and chocolates, and then you've got the achiever part, the one that wants the person to look nice and feel nice. Okay, so uh, that can also happen in a healthy personality. There's nothing wrong. The thing is, if they're in agreement with each other and they're saying, fine, achiever, you're going to be here 80% of the time. And achiever is saying to instant gratification, and you, I don't mind if you're there for 20% of the time. I'm cool with it. So they made an agreement. That's fine. They can work up there. Yeah, so they, they don't can, work together per se, but they give they don't, so, so they might have different outlooks on life. They might have different outlooks on you. They will have uh, uh, different opinions about things. But if they are integrated, they're in agreement with each other. They're not going to cause split within the personality. They're not going to cause a lack of peace within the personality. Then we've got some parts. I'm really rushing through the. You must really invite no, me again me. because there's yes, so I much. Yes, I will. I will. I, I just <laughs> the listeners think it's so simple, but you know that how long I've been. Yeah, well, normally this lecture takes me two hours. I sometimes give it to a hundred, oh, hundreds of we, people uh, in at once. It was for the radio over a month ago already. Yeah. Okay. We waited about a month till okay. we made this time, so we'll get a time. But we do need to take another ad break, and That's when we sure. come back, we'll continue. So, uh, 101.9, in the middle of a very interesting discussion, um, important discussion, with I just heard that we'll continue in other shows, which is great, because we do need to continue this, so we can slow down a bit. But anything you want to add, you want to share with Dr. Dvaro Blumenau, 34519 is the SMS line, 0618951019 is the telegram line, a short ad break, and we will be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 HiFM HiFM with Rabbi G. We are back in the middle of a very interesting discussion with Dr. Flory Blumenau, who is, uh, specializes specifically in, um, trauma, anxiety, different parts of personality, and we are going through, uh, actually at this point we're going through the different parts of personality, um, the good thing over the, that happened over this ad break is that we agreed on Dr. Burr coming back next week, and Dr. Burr will give us more uh, tips and guidelines on a practical level because we are quite behind the show today. But um, now we can, I guess, slow down and go through it uh, in a in a easier way for everyone to follow. Uh, just if you want to join this conversation anyway, three four five one nine is the SMS line oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine on Telegram. Okay, so Dr. Devori Blumenau, I'm not going to stop you longer. Yeah, okay, okay. so uh, we actually have got four sources to get personalities, but I'm going to um, rush through this so that we can get to some practical guidance and then we can go back to it next week. Okay, so um, we said that we've got personalities that come as a, uh, come together with our soul, they come, uh, 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 pattern, call them uh, inborn. And then we've got parts of the personality that develop as normal development, as a result of reinforcement, the more reinforcement, the more this neurological network that is responsible for this particular job is going to grow. So, for example, uh, you you went to school and uh, let's say you did an amazing job and your teacher looked at your book and said, wow, look at this amazing work. I would like you all to copy Shira, for example. Okay, so now Shira got a new personality called the Achiever. The more this Achiever is going to get reinforcements, the more this neurological network is going to grow. That is a principle. Now I'm going to quickly move on to the personalities that are difficult, that cause difficulty and lack of rest within our personality. Most of them come in order to help us, and that's what I said earlier. They think that they are resourceful, but they're not quite resourceful. 
there is another um, kind which maybe if we have time we'll touch upon next time. So if we're looking at the very common uh, personalities that are not quite resourceful, that would be, for example, your anxious thought. Okay, so when I put people in hypnosis and I want to speak to the anxious thought, they say to me, what do you mean? I am very, very resourceful because I help, um, say, I help Reuben to um, watch out and, and uh, uh, already know ahead of time what's going to happen or, um, assume ahead of time or, or, or assume what's going to happen and then he's going to be ready and prepared. So they think that they're resourceful. Obviously, then I, w- I do some work. I, um, I don't have time to elaborate, but let's say I will go into this um, part that likes to watch out and I like to uh, uh, ask them if they see themselves as like a meerkat. You know, those meerkat, they lift their two hands, uh, front hands, and they look all around and they warn all the, the other meerkats if there is a danger in the area. So I said, are you like a meerkat? Yes, I am. So I say to them, well, you've got an amazing job and I'd like you to continue doing this job because who else in this personality is going to be so alert and so quick to uh, alert Ruben uh, that there might be a potential danger. However, do you think that you might be taking too much energy and maybe rocking the boat a little bit too much and not allowing Ruben to achieve his potential because you are causing so much anxiety? And then they say, oh, yeah, uh, I think you're quite right. And then I may I negotiate with them as to how much energy they're going to take and how much they're going to let go of and give over to the inner wisdom and the inner strength. This is like really um, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Um, okay. And this is also things that can happen only in therapeutic way. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not anything any, we don't recommend any of the listeners to try this. No, at I'm all. just giving I a taste. I wouldn't even know how to try it. Yeah, yeah, no, you shouldn't try it. Okay. And then, so I'll give you, gave an example of the, of the anxious part or the OCD part that we mentioned earlier. Or a, a very common one, the sad part or the depressed part, the one that makes you withdraw. Uh, so, um, that, that would be another part. At the same time, you might also have a happy part. That's not a contradiction. So a happy part takes some energy and sad part takes other um, uh, amount of uh, percentage of energy, depending on the situation. Then a very common one that I uh, keep coming across in my in my practice, the people pleaser. Too much pleasing. And they, they, uh, normally uh, my clients don't like their people pleaser part. So it's a part that thinks that it is resourceful because it wants everybody to love them and recognize them. But really, is it resourceful? Do people love people that are people pleasers and recognize them and give them honor? Not at all. They walk all over them. They respect people that use their assertive part, not people that use their people pleaser part. And so um, we, we've got many different uh, non-resourceful parts, uh, such as shame and guilt, jealous, the victim part, the lazy part, the insecure part, the instant gratification part, the lonely and rejected part, the critical voice. That's a big one for many people. Okay, so now let's take it into the practical realm very quickly. Uh, so if- I just want to comment that, that there is all these uh, negative parts. Uh, they do have a, a, a role to play. Yeah. Definitely. Otherwise, we wouldn't be using them. Exactly. Obviously. So, so, yeah, so there is also positive. The thing is, they take too much energy. That's the point. That's why you need to it's renegotiate the balance. The balance, the balance. Yeah, yeah. How much and what kind of actions they do. Because okay. sometimes they can use the same, the power that they have, but do different actions. Okay, so um, what do we do on a practical level? Okay, on a practical level. So, uh, you, you spoke about uh, the anxiety that people are going through at this time and, uh, and the children with their anxiety. So, um, if you're, if you're a parent and you've got children or grandchildren, and let's say the kids are going through an anxious time now with corona and all the rest, then what you need to do is, if you can um, uh, explain to the child the idea that we all have many different parts of the personality and we are not equal Miss Anxious, Mr. Anxious. We're not equal Miss Depressed. We're not equal Mr. Chutzpah, okay? 
we have a part which plays this role. We're not equal miss dishonest. Or I might have a dishonest part, but I'm not miss dishonest, right? And so what, what you, you, you need to identify the parts of the child. Let's say if it's a young child, not more than five. If it's a 10 year old, you can even go with 10 different parts. And you say, I know you, uh, Sarah, you are so creative. Um, let's find an animal that can, rep- can represent a creative part. I like to use uh, the, uh, what's it, uh, how do you say the rest? Um, the, po- yeah, the, the, peacock. the peacock, yeah. I like to use the peacock because it's got so many colors. And uh, I, I have all these animals uh, right uh, close to my hand in a box, and then I just take it out. And, uh, okay, so then you download a picture of the peacock. Ask them. Uh, what part would represent your very friendly part? Maybe that's a dolphin because they're very friendly. And your good-hearted part, maybe that's a puppy. And what part can represent your anxious part? So I like to use a crab because they, as you pass, they quickly put their head in or a sheep, depending what they identify with. And you download all these pictures or maybe you've got these animals already um, in a, in your in your play, uh, in a game box and in, in the toys and you just take them out. And then you first find the resourceful parts. Uh, and then you go into the parts that are creating some sort of tension within the person. So you have the anxious part. Okay, let's say now we're not working with cheeky part. We're not working with dishonest part. We're just working with anxious part. So you've got all the resourceful part. Your inner wisdom, your inner strength. Find find an animal for each of them. Or you can send me a WhatsApp and I'll take pictures of my stuff and send it to you. Um, identify their inner wisdom, their inner strength, their achiever part. Their creative part, their friendly part, their funny part, their happy part, the one that is fun-loving. There's so much good in our children. And then find the one part that is causing problems. And now, first of all, you've opened up the eyes of the child to know I'm so much good. I'm 80% good or 90 or 95. I've got this part. Fine. I'll work with it. I've got all these guys to help me. And then you say, right, you know, wisdom, I want to talk to you. How can you help Sarah with her anxiety? I heard that Sarah is really struggling with anxiety now with Corona and all the rest and, and lockdown and, um, how, how can you help Sarah? And then you can also give her ideas. Maybe your inner strength should say, um, uh, have, uh, speak more to friends uh, on, uh, on a video call, do some creative uh, art with them on a, on a video, uh, do some exercises, um, do some uh, fun activities with mom. So you can also come up with ideas. And then you write them all down, what each animal says, what each part of the personality says. And you say, okay, so I think we have a plan of what we can do with Miss Anxious or Mr. Anxious. And um, that, um, A, allows the child to dissociate themselves from a, a full identification with that um, non-resourceful part. And also it gives them ideas as to how they can help this part. Because at the end of the day, normally these parts are there to help us, it's just that they fail to do their job. Amazing. So you're talking about awareness and about um, kind of showing the child what they're actually going through and the different parts and being able yes, to so start self- logically dealing with it. Yeah, because self-awareness, remember, is the first step to healing. Completely. So we do need to take another last ad break. And when we come back, we're going to start wrapping up the show. Um, a short break. And we will be back with Dr. Devori Kuminow. Hi, FM. 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 We are back to the last final part of the show. And today in the show was with me, uh, Dr. Devori Blumenau, who specializes with trauma, with 
um, anxiety, anxiousness, different parts, all the different parts of uh, our subconscious, all the different parts of our personality, and really treats them in a very amazing way. Um, right before the break, uh, Dr. Dory gave us a very practical tool for parents, how to create discussion about the different uh, emotions and parts and feelings uh, and different active parts of the body. And uh, we did run out of time faster than what we think. So next week, we've got uh, Dr. Luna will be with us for more practical, purely practical ways to deal with another uh, round of anxiety and trauma that we are facing regarding COVID. Um, so in the meantime, to end off, um, how do people found you, find you? I know you have a very successful channel on YouTube. Yes. Okay, so follow you on just you just go into YouTube and Dr. Dvori. Dr. Dvori, that's it. Dr. Dvori, and then they'll find you. This is all about this and how to manage this kind of stuff and being in touch with you. So www.drdvori.com. Dvori without the E, drdvori.com. Okay, so just your way, go onto your website, Dr. Dvori at um, oh, Dvori without an E at dot com. Okay? Yeah, that's it. Okay. And then, okay, and then it's, it's, I heard it's very simple. You just come, you, you don't even have to pay, you say. Just yeah, uh, submit accounts directly to directly, the medical aid. So it's free, basically. No, <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, anyways, uh, we will be here next week. Is that continuing to the trauma uh, and debrief? And just, I think, um, sticking to this concept of awareness, of understanding our different parts, seeing our positivity, seeing our challenges, seeing how to, uh, negotiate between our uh, challenges and our positivity um, and being able to create understanding within ourselves, I think is an amazing concept in a very practical way. Um, your final message for today's show, what would you say? My final message is get to know your different parts of the personality and then you'll be able to work with them more easily. Amazing. And yeah, I, I couldn't even end it better. So thank uh-huh. you so much. It's a pleasure. Thanks and- for asking me. It was an honor. Completely agreed, and we will continue next week. God. In the meantime, I, all of you, please stay safe, stay together. Just be cautious. Um, this is going to pass, like any other challenge in life we have, um, but we do need to be careful. So, have a great week. Enjoy your holidays. Enjoy your time uh, together as a family. Enjoy your outing, whatever you're doing, and just let's stay safe and do good for ourselves, for our communities, for our families. And we will see you again next week, Monday, 2 to 3. In the meantime, I'll just thank, again, Dr. DeVore for being with us. Craig, thank you for your amazing work and being on top of everything. Thank you, Chayapan, for this opportunity. And have a great day, great week, and we will be back. This was Rabbi G from Hiking with Rabbi G every Monday, 2 to 3. In the meantime, keep well.